0: Hey everyone, I'm Sabaria.
1: And I'm Nadi. Welcome to our podcast.
0: We are your wealth strategies duo. We are here to solve and help you discover your day to day financial doubts.
1: Stick around for real conversations, real strategies from everyday people and practitioners who matter. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of
0: What the Money the Podcast. Today we'll be speaking to someone who'll be the first person you probably meet if you have issues with your partner or spouse. We are going to talk about a very controversial topic, but Nadia and I feel that it is something that we should discuss about on this podcast. And the very topic is divorce. What happens to my finances if I want to go through a divorce or
1: once I am divorced? That's right, Sab. We are very excited to talk about this today. We invited on our podcast, Ms. Salmi Mubari. Miss Salmi is a marriage counsellor and she has been working as a counsellor for many years. Thank you so much, Salmi, for being with us today. Tell us a bit more about yourself. Like, how long have you been working as a marriage counsellor or even counsellor?
2: Okay, Assalamualaikum. How long have I been a counsellor or a marriage counsellor? I think when uh, I started since 2010, which is I started off as a youth counsellor first before I moved to Family Service Centre period. So that's when I started doing family counselling, marriage counselling. And during that time is where I first started my MCP, the marriage counselling programme under Sharia Court. Yeah. Technically, doing marriage counselling, it takes me about 10 years, but as a counsellor, I have been like shy of 11 years.
0: Wow, that's quite a long experience being a marriage counsellor. So Salmi, can you share with us what will be a typical day for counsellors like you?
2: typical day i think as an office worker definitely not much different No, you know the, those paper that pile of piles of paperwork, report data and everything going through uh shared work meetings but of course a bit different is we do have program planning because so we have to do trainings uh, you know that, those kind of things but i think basically it's about mental and emotional preparations especially for us who works in the service sector so mostly it's about m- preparing ourselves and the you know for my brain doesn't just go burst you know that kind of thing the emotion just suddenly go and like roller coaster ride so I have to prepare for that instead of pejorate you know like screaming in the in the office or whatever yeah so it's more of that the same typical office work <laughs> uh, okay and when you sit mentally prepared that sounds very
0: much like, wow like you are gonna face a battle so what are the day-to-day challenges that you face
2: it's not really kind of a battle battle kind of thing, but the challenges that preparing of the mental and the emotional part, it, it is a challenge because, you know, like when you come in, see the paper is already tiring, you know, you haven't even started so tiring, but then when you get referred cases, you look at them, oh, oh much as simple, no, oh, it's going to be easy case you no. Know, until they come in when the session starts, boom. Anything can happen during that time. You know, like when clients coming in, they look so normal. They look so, you know, oh, I'm calm. You know, I'm calm. That kind of thing. I think <laughs> that is one of the biggest challenge, preparing of our mental and emotional part because we need to. outside we have to be calm. And also, if and yeah. then especially as a human emotion, it's not something that is easy for us to control. So I think that is the biggest challenge actually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, unluckily, we cannot. Again, it's you know, a commitment uh, so on yeah. your part, eh? Yeah. Yes, yeah, in that sense. There's another day
1: of a typical day of a counselor. Yeah, that is it. <laughs> wow. Wow, the emotions. I think the difference, is what Sami mentioned is like any other office worker, but I think emotions, which drains you a lot. I mean, normal office worker, you don't come in to expect, oh, today I'm going to have a very difficult case, or, you know, you just sit down, okay, everywhere, or maybe my boss is going to breathe down my neck. But this time, it's every day is a different challenge, I guess, Tommy.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, the boss will be there, then the client coming in, you know, like, then other places, yeah, yeah, definitely, yes, that is more of the challenge, uh, the daily things that we go, but that's where the fun is also, like, you know, like, no challenges, no fun, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, we need drama in life also. It's like, yeah. me. It's like
0: hit me, baby, one more time. <laughs>
2: like, yeah, yeah, but <laughs> hit, me, like, hit me, baby, four times, maybe if I have four sessions a day. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, okay, maybe okay. okay. We, we still depends on cases. First, I don't only see marriage. I mean, we, I do see family, then we do have mental health, children, youth. Yeah. So, I mean, we tell I mean when we everything.
0: talk about divorce, it's something that, you know, you know, downright messy. And then you know, it doesn't only affect parents.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, we precisely. and then you know, Malay culture. I mean, sadly, it's not not only the couple who are going through the divorce, definitely the children. Sometimes they even, you know, like family members do affect, you know, but our, you know, Malay one is just too close, and sometimes <laughs> it becomes a bit more messier in that sense, yeah. So, yes.
0: I like when she said <laughs> this. I mean, not being racist or anything.
2: You know lah, la, you know that kind of thing. I'm a Malay,
0: so it's, it's
2: okay. It's okay. <laughs>
0: we have to be open minded. I mean we have to accept that mm. it happens in our community and our community is as such. So to, we need to have mindset change sometimes, you see? Mm-hmm, yeah. Yes, so that's where you come in and then you share with us what you go through. And then you know, we can share with the community on how to make these kind of uh, small changes. But it starts with us, definitely.
2: But although I said that, yeah, we have to also admit that that is technically the strength of our community. Families agree? Uh, that are always there. You know, even Singapore's concept of social work is about the first defence is ourselves and as well as families. So I think our family bond is one of those really helps a lot. Hmm.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, that one I got to agree. Melayu, eh? Our bond yeah. uh, is like really very strong. Okay, so me actually, right? I didn't know that this marriage counselling programme exists until I have a few clients or people around me going through it. And I understand that it's compulsory. Yeah. Most of us wouldn't know. Of course, come on, divorce is might not be so common. all right. Mm-hmm. So what is the most common misconception about going through counselling before getting the divorce?
2: Yeah, first most is when people actually apply for the divorce, they always think oh, out. I don't need to go counselling that kind of thing, you know. That is the first misconception in the sense that like, if I don't counselling, I can still proceed. Or if I have a lawyer, I don't have to go counselling. I was like, if people say that, I will just say I'm so sorry. Even lawyers cannot help that, part Because the divorce process, you need us because we need they need our signatures for them to proceed with the divorce in that sense. And then another misconceptions once they come for counselling, I mean, they become Not that it's a problem, but it is heavy for them to come for counseling because, again, another... Misconception is counseling is just another, you know, like schooling session. I uh, you know, like, I uh, need you know, charama, that kind of thing, sermon kind of very religious based kind of thing, you know, like, I need to you know, lawyers. I mean, this counsellors <laughs> <are just laughs> you know, like, yeah, you know, like, that that is the most common misconception, these two things where they say that I don't need to come counseling, especially, like, oh, I have a lawyer now. You can talk to my lawyer. I'm sorry, no, your know, lawyer is not the one who's going through the divorce process. It's you are the one who's going through the problem. So we have to work on that. Yeah. So that is the most basic misconception I have. Like when they receive letters from our side, they will call us and say like, no, I don't need counselling. I just want to divorce that kind of thing. But too bad. Even even if the talaq was already pronounced, I'm sorry, you still have to come for (laughs) counselling. Yeah. Uh... So they need our signatures. They need the organisations. I know the approved company by SYC need the CHOP, you know, the the signature, the the last date of counselling. So yeah, they really need to go through that. And the process of counselling, meaning the sessions, it can be the minimum is three to five. Five, if like you have children below 21 years old, then you have to come at least, you know, the maximum is five sessions, now, but you have to come one or twice for us to actually discuss on your issue and uh, the, the moving forward in the parenting. So meaning parenting plan have to go through with us. also. Uh, so meaning
0: if there's no endorsement from your end, there's no way the divorce will take place
2: yeah so let's say even uh, so first they submit the application right so the application then they have to it's a lot of waiting game. so you have to wait for counseling only once the counseling is done where they have because they will receive a so-called letter from us with our signatures with the last date of sessions that's when the divorce process will start because they need to submit everything within a certain period you still have to see us too bad yeah.
0: <laughs> no I think I think the idea behind this probably uh, is to lengthen mm-hmm. the process to with the hope that within this waiting period maybe the love would you know they will start loving each other again you know and to realize mm-hmm. okay what are we going through why do we need to go through this we actually you know every problem has a solution anything that breaks can be fixed you know that kind of thing so probably yeah. Like, probably yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: I think the first objective was yes. Of course, that I means if marriage can still be salvaged, why not, you know, work on it first? Because I think the past years, numbers, I mean, we were able to reconcile about like 50% of our cases previously. In technicality, because sometimes when people are having problems, they don't see what is it, you know. They come in with a lot of issues. But at the end of the day, sometimes when they sit with a clear mind and with a different eyes looking at them or not, given giving them some perspective or different options, usually we are able to salvage. And even if we are not able to do that, at least moving forward or when they leave the marriage, it wouldn't be a cycle like, you know, oh, I have this problem. Then you go into another marriage, this is going to be the same thing again? So counselling is about that. It's about moving forward, whether within the marriage or outside the marriage, it is sometimes where we're coming in to at least, even if you want to divorce, at least amicably, especially when you have children.
0: We can salvage, why not? Okay, uh tell yeah. me what is the process and cost like for someone going through a divorce? Is it as expensive as planning for a wedding? Or <laughs> which one is more expensive? <laughs> Interesting.
2: Okay, but I tell you the process is definitely can be very tiring, because it's like, I think I did say earlier, it's a bit, there will be a lot of a waiting game, you know, once you submit the application, application can be online, you know, you submit the application, you have to wait a letter from Sharia Court. then you have to wait for the counselling part, then after the counselling part, it depends on how many sessions the interventions needed, after finish the last sessions, they have to prepare documentations again for the originating summons, so meaning another waiting game, you know. When I say waiting game is when they decided even after sessions of counselling, they still wanted to proceed with the divorce, okay. So they have to download more forms. They have to prepare wow. the supporting documents and everything and all those. So again, they have to wait. And then this, after the last counselling session, they have to submit everything, all this document about the housing and everything. It must be within... No, three to six months of the date of that last session that we actually put in. And to say the not just the filing fees or originating summons, it The max are the total max is about hundred and thirty five dollars. That's just around there. I'm not sure if there's any changes, but it has been that. It's about the total max for filing of originating summons is about. That is the max hundred thirty five. It depends on how many documents you are submitting. That is just during the process. So let's say if after the divorce when the court have already officialized the divorce, no, and that's come the Ida, that's come the muta kind of thing. So during that period, I mean, there's a lot of money involved. Let's say if you have been married for more than two or three years definitely, definitely, definitely is going to be more expensive than you know your wedding preparation. Wow. Yes, they
0: they come by per day, is it like how much you are supposed to yes. like pay
2: your yes. wife per day, something uh, like that. Correct, that's the first the nafka nida. Yes, you have to provide that as well. Uh, then after, when the divorce, after the ida period finished, then you have to pay that maintenance and have the nafkah And it depends on, uh, wife will literally ask for a certain amount. But of course, the court will also look at the capabilities, whether the husband is able to or not. But let's say the, the wife asks about $10 a day or $15 a day, you know. But it depends. Of course, it depends. There are those who literally don't ask for much. But it's literally... A day kind of payment, like, yeah. So one day, how much? So you times how many days, years that you guys have been married. So it's that. And that is only about the Nafka, Ida, and ah, That's also the hardest the you know, those asset, your material kind of things, the hardest the I mean, what, what will the English be? Okay, that one, Nadi can think of it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: what is it? <laughs> I think it's uh, in our worldly, really in our, in our context, is uh, actually insurable interest it could be there yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, yeah it could be uh, matrimonial assets the matrimonial homes anything that to do with the matrimony so those are uh, also have to be put into consideration and yes like you say the investment insurance everything there will also be counted in that sense so yeah so it's not only oh, that's also those extra extra which they have especially nowadays in singapore it's we still do have single income but most double income earners. so definitely there will be that discussion so I mean lack of a better word discussion but if in true words when you are fighting divorce you think we will be a discussion or we will be like you no know, like oh no we are going like, to literally argue about the money cannot yes. just a game of chess, chess. <laughs> I, I, you yeah, know when, when somebody
1: that. talks about this divorce I feel so stressed the emotion <laughs> the finances and somebody yes, talks about the yes. cost but doesn't have involve hiring a lawyer actually,
0: oh
1: correct. my god
0: correct. Tell me, I was just doing my calculation. And for someone who's been <laughs> okay. married for nine years,
1: and okay. if the
0: wife asks for $10 a day, a day, kan? Mm-hmm. it's a, okay. day. Mm-hmm. a day. The husband a day, a day. has to pay the wife $32,850. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm like, okay. Unless your marriage,
2: <laughs> unless your marriage that time, as a Wedding during wedding, you pay about 35000 Then I will say it's cheaper than you punya divorce. lah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I do not yeah, so uh, wedding wedding
2: different. 9 years ago with
0: 1000 <laughs> invites I think it's it's definitely yeah. more than 30,000 so yes oh
2: my god <laughs> Yeah so it's about the same yeah it's about that that kind of thing yeah <laughs> so wow. that's what counseling coming in you know because it's not only about emotional the stress the emotional definitely that anger you know divorce, that sadness disappointment and then the emotionals i mean that is already emotional center but the mental stress will be that reality speaking money problems you know like high cost of living now and you know paying whatever that you need to pay your daily expenses you know so those stress are coming in is setting in for now like as a couple you don't see the money coming up because maybe you are shared, you know, because you are able to discuss. But then when the divorce happens, it will be a one person literally have to provide a lot more. And of course, the other party, of course, I mean, when we say this, it, it sounds as if oh, it's just the husband, but we don't forget the wife also have that responsibility to continue with the children, or you know? I know the circle of, and then that's part from the nafka later on with that money sustained after that. Then how, you know, if he is able to finish off everything, one whole payment, and after that, how is she going to do? You no, know? is that so called? Like you said 35,000 or so 32,000 or so With that 32,000 stick You know For how many years It's going to be You buy a house Already how much You know That kind of thing So can you sustain Then when divorce Happen definitely you cannot stay in the same house you have to either sell it or you know buy over still it's a buy over kind of thing so what is the future plan with your money sustained in that sense with just that move muta and everything will it be enough and we haven't talked about the children maintenance as well so yeah there's that, a lot of money involved you know when we are staying together we didn't see that because we are giving it on a weekly basis daily basis you know like orang cakap tak rasa you know because it's a bit bit, bit bit but when the divorce happens it's all in like big chunks big chunks you're coming up in that sense so how is it it will be also different a lot Yeah, a lot of challenges so that's where counseling comes in let's discuss for future you know that how do you want to move forward whether to divorce or not to divorce so yeah
0: yeah, it's not just a one day kind of thing, huh? it's like years yeah. kind of preparation. I mean, if the listeners can see uh, Nadi's face, she's actually, you know, she's actually frightened <laughs> by all the facts that Salmi has shared with us because expensive. I think yeah, <laughs> it's expensive to get married, it's even more expensive to get divorced. Divorce. So yeah, mashallah. I mean if you can fix it, fix whatever is broken.
1: Okay, I'm like a little traumatized actually, although I'm not married. <laughs>
2: Oh, I'm so sorry, as a counselor, I have failed my roles for traumatizing you. Let's like, <laughs> move traumatizing
0: trauma- Nadi from getting married. No, like, inshallah. So i ada jodoh I'm sorry.
2: jodoh is I really mean, Allah. <laughs> I think it's not only that, it's about how working together. So, marriage is not about oh just getting very happy, happy, fun, fun, but It's about working things together.
1: Yeah.
2: Wow. Okay, In I
0: think nadi, really I just, less... Yeah. I, mean, I just did this seminar yesterday about family financial planning. I think it's Really, it's about communication and it's about planning and prepping. Not for the wedding, mm. but for the life after mm. it.
2: Yeah, I yeah, think that's I think more important. That right? We are different from how our you know, older generations are. Like people are saying like, oh, uh, why do we need to discuss this? No, it just happened, happened. You know? But on, reality have to sit in that it's no longer just as such. You know, that like More communication, women are more opinionated, are more educated, you know, previously it might not be as such it's not a such case but now it's different yeah
0: now women are more vocal <laughs> yeah and at yes, the same time also correct. things the children education itself is getting more and more expensive so yes yeah uh, wow. okay. really overloaded with yeah i'm away. like <laughs>
1: I'm so sh- i mean like so shocked like, i mean i expected this this topic to be a bit light but i i'm very shocked by all these costs the finances it's not only the cost during the divorce is after also yeah,
2: and wow. I'm just sharing just the generic part, you know, because uh, <laughs> divorce is a lot of legal processes. I think if a lawyer is here saying, I think it will be scarier in
1: that sense, yeah. Wow, yeah. okay. Okay, Sami. since you, are, you have a, many years of experience, from your personal experience, right, what do you learn from what couples can put into practice financially?
2: financially i think just now sabaria did say about communication regardless any relationship had to start with communications and then for the financial wise also again sabaria did you say earlier you know, sabaria can be a counselor you know she just need a certificate <laughs> so <she> can come <laughs> yeah so the communication when we say communications right the preparation it must be pre you know that the preparation so it's a pre part of it so even prior to marriage this expectation must be laid out it's just that the open communication the spouses need to know if both of them are working they need to know the income and all those so that they have to sit and it's like if after marriage what's going to happen because currently they're still staying at different houses once you're staying in the same house then you know the reality kicks in bills you know you are no longer under parents or so, you know that like with parents when we're saying we parents we are just like, okay provide this certain amount but when you have your own house you know like how much is it going to be the bills the house payment the daily expenses, the maka, you know, eat, I mean, food and everything, all those. So it has to be discussed. So expectation wise, it should be that open communication. Understand how much you bring home. The budget planning should happen. Again, as I said earlier that is the difference between now and then. Previously, you know, like we tend to be some anwatong and the woman more to listen and follow. Now it's a bit different. We know a more woman, are more vocal, and such. So and women are also going up. So, living, so, eh? Yeah, for the income kind of thing. So this have to be discussed. This has to be shared. You no, know, no. It's no longer about just husband to be the one. So breadwinner, his husband is the provider. Yes, he is the one who leads and everything. But in marriage also comes in the real law and side, you know, where the wife has to help out and everything. So at the end of it, it's about working together. So they have to discuss the financial part, the pre-marriages. Then when the marriage happens, because when marriage hap- the economy but on the expensive of the wedding itself then after the wedding marriage doesn't stop at just wedding so the moving forward so this is all about discussion proper planning because when you start having children you might start to think you know is it cheaper to have our own transportation or we go public that kind of thing yeah. if we go public you know the convenience of it also but although we look at now transportation is about luxury or so but you know it depends some can be a necessity so it is something where they need to sit and discuss and then whether and you know the needs versus one so which is more important that kind of thing so it is something that Jane co- comes down to communication they have to sit and talk and be realistic about it. That not this is how much we have, this is how much we have to take out or how we spend. At the end of the day, we still have to have savings a little bit here and there because you know we might have children, or you know, uh, like the Malay state, Malang tak berbau, we don't know when we need that money, that those kind of things. So, yes, on the financial part, they need to communicate to be very transparent about that so that both knows the, the, the concern what the other are facing. Maybe one is getting their salary slash, you know, that kind of thing. So how the other party can help out? How do they actually can work together to still make this marriage work? Financially, emotionally, whatever that is needed. Because at the end of the day, marriage is not only about emotions. It's not about, oh, I love you, you love me, everything <laughs> is happy family. No, you know, reality comes in. And reality, finance is that big part of reality. Too bad. When people say money doesn't make well go round, in a sense, it is true. But reality it does. No money, you cannot do. Sorry to say, kita mati pun, when we die, we need money. You know, yeah, like, they, they won't go. <laughs> I mean, we still need to pay them. Correct. So, how? Yeah. Uh, so, we need to plan this. I mean, sad to say that it is something that we need to discuss. Technically, sad, but that's the truth. Reality does have to kick in, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah.
0: I think what Salmi is saying is pretty much what we have been repeating to our listeners. Basically, in any form, in any dynamics, budgeting is still key. Yeah, and budgeting Mm. is our favorite topic. And Adi is that, you know, nothing, everything that takes place involves budgeting, involves planning of your finances. Mm -hmm. So when you don't plan well, you know that you're actually planning to fail.
2: Wow. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Uh, But this quote, uh, we might have heard these words like this quote like oh, normal you know but regardless of whatever whether you go into a competition you know whatever but it also reflects in real life if we don't plan yeah I mean like if you want the marriage to work for a long time this discussion is important in that sense it's not only about how the child is going to be how the two of us but you know as a team how can we make things work because everything for now at least to have a comfortable life not not rich but you know at least comfortable within means then we need to discuss that but I think
0: the understanding of, you know, kita kena tengok priok kita berapa besar and how much yes. we can, you know, spend within that priok. Because orang kata, besar priok besar keraknya. All these old school idioms, it's actually because they foresee things happening yes. in the future. Eh? <laughs>
2: yeah, true, true. Like,
0: tell me, what are the main issues? I mean, the, according to statistics, the reason why couples are getting a divorce today is it because Alama, uh, you know,
1: uh, Majority
0: is financial other, There's other reasons also
2: Okay, when we first receive referrals From uh, Shari accord, we do have a Simple report, like uh, they are Presenting issues, know why they come Yes, uh, I will say that usually the presenting they will say, you know, like third party. And when I say third party, doesn't necessarily mean it's an affair. It can be, you know, like family members, parents, you know, sometimes parents can quite be being us in that sense. So yeah, that happens. But of course, the bulk of that third party is extramarital. Financial, usually it is under the secondary part. They will always put spouse not able to provide. That is some of the most reports for the second presenting, uh, the underlying where some part of the report will say that having extra marital affair and then, or it can also be like desertions, that kind of thing. But then they will always come to the point of uh, spouse not able to provide, you know, not able to bring in money, not working, that kind of thing. uh. So simple, not able to provide. uh.
1: Wow. Okay. So actually... It's interesting eh? uh, when Salmin said third-party, I always thought third-party affair. But actually, it's, it yeah. can be of like your family issues, like third-party, yeah. like your parents, all that, right? Yeah, uh,
2: so, so that is third-party. If you start at the third-party dot, yeah, that can be a lot of things, you know. You can oh, be okay. just friends. kind of thing. But when friend, you eh? say like extra-marital affair, you know, because sometimes friends, when you spend too much time with a friend, Let's like spouse uh, oh, I want to have me time, but then my me time is always with the friends, it's always uh, prioritizing another friend. Oh, my friend is in trouble, no, I need to go out. Then to the point that you uh, forget that no. one at home. So to me, I mean, personally, I would take it as that is considered The third, third party, you know. But what is it? What is the relationship that is different? Like parents, also, like, you know, you sometimes parents do Tends to like, you know, be too much involved in a marriage so that it becomes like. Oh, they are not able to function on their own. So, in technicality, that is a third party here. Wow. But if you're talking about extramarital affair, that is a different thing also. So that is where definitely the normal term, which is Nadi was talking about, the extramarital affair, extramarital relationship, where you know either one of the spouses are having with a romantic affair with someone else, or maybe a sexual affair. I'm sorry to say that, but it is although that we Malays we saying that oh, you know, it cannot be happening, but. Sadly, it is happening. It's not only just an emotional relationship. It's also a sexual kind of thing. So, it, it does happen. Yeah.
0: Wow. I mean, talk about Nguyen, Nafsu. I mean, we are all human. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, Okay. So so there's a lot of <laughs> cases. There, like... <laughs> I think I think from now on I have to hold Nadi's hand and slowly <laughs> with her towards towards the marriage part, inshallah. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I Not think... everything
0: is bad, Nadi. Single <laughs> life was so stressed, right? you <laughs> that, but, yeah. True, true, true. Nice, nice way to put it. I mean, again, Nadi. Everything is balanced, either. there's, there's yeah. also beautiful marriage and you know, <laughs> indahnya,
1: sasabu, yeah. ya. Are, Are you all counselling me now? Really
2: <laughs> No, 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 we are not If comes in, I cannot do that Because, you know, technically, I know you, so cannot <laughs> So, oh, also, conflict, uh, conflict of absolutely. interest there eh. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, true But talking about that also It, it comes down to a part about working things out I think it's not only as a couple Even when I said, even singles have problems Again, it comes down to whether How you want to work on yourself So, when it comes to marriage, it's the same thing How you want to work on yourself To work in that marriage you know so it's just about us actually whether we want to or how much we want it that kind of thing even staying single yes we have problems but how do we actually move forward from that you know um staying singles you can be rich but still you know you're working alone you have no so-called you don't have any too many dependents as a married couple but at the end of the day you still stuck. you know like you you are still financially struggling so at the end of the day whether married or not it's just how you yourself going to work on it so yeah
1: uh, since like you were sharing all the interesting different type of cases, right? Share with the listeners like challenging or unique case that you faced during like this like eleven years of your career, especially when it uh, related uh, to finances. Yes.
2: Mm, okay. In technicality, I mean challenges definitely. I think even people say, "Oh, not so much. It's kind of a simple case." But to us, we might see it's simple, but it is challenging because it's how we want to help them out. Because I believe as a counselor when you do marriage counselling programme, right, we are also, in a sense, be liable to the doser pahala, but you know, that sin or not sin, because we are not helping them properly, we just like, oh, you want to divorce, okay, like, we don't even look at it, you know, when they go through that divorce, looking at, they can actually salvage their marriage, but I'm not helping, so that, I mean, the sin is there, and, I mean, like, challenges, cases definitely, family violence, you know, that kind of thing, people cannot coming in, but it's not only that, the mental health is also technically challenged, because, they can still work, but their mental is not strong enough, you know, and that kind of thing. And especially when, uh, as I about the financial part, regardless of whatever the challenges that they face, that financial part will always be at the back end. And the family starts not when you are having problems, you know, family violence can also be from stress. One of the stresses of, you know, not having enough money to provide, so it become a bit of stress. You know, it can be tied up in there and so on So challenging financial cases, I think usually it's about you know like. Oh, uh, my spouse is having loans, you know, going into debt, owing family, friends, members, and courts, you know, uh, as in court, you know, that you buy by staff, that you pay in an installment kind of thing. You know, when you buy installment, yeah, yeah, yeah. the interest is more, actually. than they are having debts with banks, you know, credit companies is already coming to that very bad part. There are cases, although it's rare, we do have cases coming in that, oh, this uh, my spouse actually approached loan sharks. You no, know, loan sharks coming in. Uh, they splash pain. So it comes to that point. I think when that happens uh, for us, even for counsellors, for us to work on that, it's a bit hard. Because, you know, like how do we stop these people? You Not know, this kind of thing. So, but there are places who do actually credit counselling, that kind of thing. So they are more specialized. They do have more legal in that sense. So, but th- that's where the, I think if we're going by the financial cases, the most challenging is to the point when the wife come in, they already have anxiety and they share with you like you know the past week the reason i went for this divorce when i apply is because someone really came to my house that you know splash paint then splash to a neighbor's house that kind of thing so that's where that is the most challenging in a sense yeah or oh, i mean i cannot be biased as sometimes there are also husband uh, the wife who actually went out because you know like, like again because you know there was no communication prior she doesn't know how much husband earned so she doesn't know the struggle that the husband is also going through so she was like oh i need the extra money so she go to you know creditors that kind of thing creditors you know that legal creditors sound so legal but sometimes you know they are also trying to make business they are also trying to earn money so there's a lot yeah, of that yeah. issues coming in
0: Okay, again, again, me and Nadi, we, we do debt management also lah for our clients. Cases where, you know, husband and wife burning, yeah. So it's yes. very important for, you know, the couple to really communicate and spend within means, to be honest.
2: Yeah, when, when I first started in counseling, there are also come to the point of where families have to, you know, declare bankruptcy in that sense. So, I mean, I have seen that cases, not not as much, but there are those type of cases. So, I think it's just sad if it's not properly discussed, I mean, planned properly. So, those things do happen, you know. And like I said, we don't know when bad things are going to happen. Everything seems to be okay, okay. Then suddenly something happens. So, you know, how is it? So, how are we going to be prepared for that very heavy rain, here you know, that kind of thing? Yeah. All
0: right. All right. Okay. So, I mean, really, Salmi, me it's its a lot of loaded eh, information with regards to this. I think it's really expensive eh, going to divorce. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So, Salmi, what is the one financial advice that you would share with our listeners today?
2: I think we have talked about this a few times. It's about the communication. If you are not married and you are thinking of getting married, you have to sit and discuss. People might not like it. It might sound so technical, you know, like it's so unromantic, but romance doesn't continue forever. It, it still comes down to that part. So, communications must be open. I mean, you need to share that part. Uh, how much both of you earn. I mean, like, what is the expectation of who have to pay why? you know, that kind of thing. How much is... Because as we know in Islam, the wife, although she's working, her money is hers. But the husband's money is that, you know, shared that kind of thing. So, I mean, again, like I said, I think earlier I also shared about the rebel and ihsan kind of yeah. thing. So, it's about how much is the wife able to help out and how much the husband is willing to let the wife help you know, because men have pride also they are born to be leaders and when their husband left they have to lead so when they do that if let's like, say the wife is say oh I can pay a lot more you know like we do have cases where the wife actually her salary is more I mean she, her income is bigger I mean we are seeing a lot of cases as such nowadays you know so when that happens I mean ha- how are they they need to discuss because sometimes when this comes to terms that's where emotional stress for the husband also you know because he felt like you no wife is paying a lot and then the wife sometimes although she say, oh I'm okay, but then comes after a few times you know they start thinking of like you know why am i paying a lot more something to that effect so it is good to discuss prior and when you have discussed the agreement is already there then i think inshallah the things can work up a bit better because you have already agreed on certain things so communication is i think that is the only one advice which i can provide
0: when it comes to especially financials eh. Mm. Masha'Allah. I like the part where you speak about Redo and Iksan, especially when a wife is helping to contribute to the household and things like that. But again, we all live in a time where everything is expensive. I think Redo and Iksan is super important in a marriage i'll hold on to that yeah because <laughs> i always like to share with yeah. my my clients the the fact that you know in a marriage you need to discuss very early into the marriage where who mm. pays for what are you combining your income are you separating yeah. uh, who's paying for this and yeah. i think it, it has to be a fair share instead of relying on the husband hundred because mm. you know sometimes yes. the wife pay is much more than the husband Yeah,
2: Yeah, it's not only that, like looking at now that not the current uncertain situation, when COVID 19 happens, people are losing jobs, you know, like even wife with the biggest salary or whoever that's in the family that having the salary might lose the job, Uh, let's say even a single income a family, someone could just lose a job, and you know, with this current uncertain time, these things happen, So, so how is it going to work, so the discussion must be there, although we don't want to only look at the negative part of life, but sadly, we actually have to a little bit, at least we have that that proper planning you know like then we don't know when our spouse or ourselves we go into illnesses we don't know that so what happens then okay. so again it comes down to communication it is sad but it's sometimes necessary to actually discuss about this for our preparation in a sense you don't need to be in depth of discussion that oh if kalau like, I happen this decision, how is it but I think you just have that understanding should anything happen so how is it expenses have to cut down which part? So again, this comes out, like we said earlier, about the needs and wants. So the, the, the financial discussion, that economy part of the family, they have to be discussed. You know, like that kind of thing. The needs and wants is especially the most important thing. That's also how we teach our children. Also, it's how we maintain that part or how we juggle or, you know, yeah
1: wow <laughs> we keep, I, I keep wowing you know out <laughs> i know i know i mean even if
0: even i mean married for nine years plus already i think it's still something refreshing yeah so to hear this, it's, right? it's something, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really up for discussion i mean i love i love what you shared today salmi it's something Amazing. where i'm gonna digest and i'm gonna share it with my husband and you know it's really because everybody goes into marriage one one thing it to last till jannah inshallah but the thing is oh, are okay. the uh, hiccup in between and things like yeah. that But how do we resolve it as life partners
1: yeah okay. well wow, so what i learned right i mean although i'm not married or going through divorce right i learned really communication and finances your finances come hand in hand It's very, very Mm -hmm. important to make sure that your marriage work out and, I mean, all of us would want to avoid going through a divorce, right? Yes, definitely. So, thank you. Thank you for today, Sami, for a very insightful Uh and eye-opener. Literally, eye-opener conversation with us today. (laughs) Eye-opener for her, especially.
2: Yeah, it's just a learning process. I'm learning a lot also about the finance part. You know, usually when I do my sessions, I don't really look really look into finance. But after certain discussion, the money part always comes up. You know, like about the NAFCA. Come, it still comes up regardless of what age these couples who are coming in. Uh, it, it always comes up.
0: If you like to get financial advice prior or after your divorce, you can drop us a message at the Wealth Strategies Duo on our Instagram. So everyone, thank you for listening to What The Money, The Podcast. See you next week. Bye.